Well, hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Podcast. This is episode number 26. 26. Uh, hope you're doing well. Um, before we get started, the last couple of episodes, we've kind of left out some of our friends who uh, support the Brian Hornback website, the brianhornback.com website. And uh, don't really want to do that on a continual basis, uh, especially two of them that are, are um, very instrumental and have been with us for a number of years. Uh, first of all, uh, if you're in the market for a house or if you're wanting to sell your house, you need Julia Hurley at the Just Homes Group in Knoxville, Tennessee. And she's not just limited to Knoxville. She can buy and sell anywhere in the state of Tennessee. She'll help you uh, no matter where you're at. So um, look Julia Hurley up at the justhomesgroup.com. Her number is, her direct line number is 865-237-7324. Julia Hurley at the justhomesgroup.com. She's affiliated with Realty Executives in Farragut, Tennessee. Do a couple of publicity shots here for um, the covers. Um, also, interagency insurance. My friend Lou Moran the third uh, and his wife Mimi Moran, uh, they um, operate interagency insurance. It is a family business. Uh, his father started interagency back in about 1966. Uh, and uh, they can help you in just about any type of insurance, business insurance, uh, just about anything that you need. Again, it started in 1966, and um, they uh, can write insurance in about 38 states, I believe. Uh, and you can find them on the web at enter, well, hashtag agencyinsurance.com, or you can give them a call here in Knoxville, Tennessee, 865-637-4519. But again, they don't, you don't, they're not limited in Knoxville. They're limited. Um, um, like I say, they can write in 38 states. Uh, so they're not limited. So give them a call. Um, even if you've got insurance, give them a call, let them uh, shop it around and see what they can do. And, and in this world of COVID uh, and, and the post COVID era, uh, we can, um, they could potentially save you money long-term. So uh, give Lou and Mimi a call at Interagency Insurance here in Knoxville, Tennessee. They're located off of Bomb Drive. Their office is located off of Bomb Drive, but Lou will go just about anywhere you want him to be. Um, all right, we got that out of the way. Uh, what else going on? Well, um, the commission has finally, I guess, kind of dealt with their issue with with the Board of Health. Uh, we've talked about that. We've worn that out. Uh, but uh, this week at the uh, school board workshop, uh, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of discussion by folks um, about the mask mandate. Uh, the superintendent of schools came out and uh, basically uh, indicated that he's going to continue the mask into the next school year because he's going to follow the CDC, which is all well and good. But you know what? The CDC has changed their position how many times. Uh, looks like I'm going to hold this microphone. Um, they have um, changed that um, their position so many times that, um, it, you know, it, 
it's really un it's kind of crazy to be honest with you um how many times they've changed and so you know to go ahead and commit uh you're gonna have to deal with this for just a minute um because i need to get this out of i need to get this where i can hold it because the stand is not cooperating i apologize for those sounds again you've got a podcaster here who is who is only in his 26th only in his 26th podcast so hey we're gonna there you go okay we're just gonna hold this sucker like this right here um but um anyway so the superintendent came out with that uh, recommendation um in uh like last a week ago this past friday and um so they had about 30 folks show up at the school board uh, workshop on Wednesday and they um, um, were really uh, upset about it. And so, uh, you know, again, we're making decisions in April for what's going to happen in August or September. Again, let's go back and look the board of health, uh, not necessarily the board of health, but let's the CDC has changed their position time and time again, as more and more people get vaccinated um those issues are are going to become um, kind of, you know, kind of, I mean, some of them are going to be open, right? So um, uh, there was a lot of discussion there, and, and there was a lot of consternation about the fact that, you know, the board has continued while, while they've been meeting, uh, they have, they've continually met um, over at the AJ building, which is limited seating. And many of the people who I'll try to, I'll try to hold this mic pretty solid. So you don't hear that. Um, but, um, the, uh, people have really said, look, um, the problem has been that the people who are there to talk against the mask issue, uh, have been subjected to the lobby area or another room and they're required to watch, um, closed circuit TV. So the board made a decision that went out in a press release late last week. And I'll try to get it up on the blog tonight. This is Sunday, uh, April the 11th, I think. Um, and uh, I'll try to get up a press release, uh, announcing their locations, but they're going to bounce back and forth between the, uh, large assembly room at the city County building and the AJ building. Uh, and primarily I believe that's to try to address the concerns that, that, they were really treating the um, the public differently. Uh, they were subjecting the public to um, to a room not with everyone else. They could only come into the main room uh, when when they were called to do their public forum speaking. And so um, I think that's the reason they've decided to go to the small assembly room. Uh, you know, again, a reasonable man could conclude that uh, based on having heard the arguments last week extensively. Um, it was about a five hour meeting, uh, and, um, it got rather contentious between, uh, a school board member, Evity Satterfield in the first district and some of the folks who are anti, uh, what we would call anti-mask. Um, and, uh, that was interesting to watch. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, again, uh, as I've said on this podcast and I've said on the blog, I'm not here to argue for or against masking uh, i wear a mask my employer requires i wear a mask uh, i think it's the right thing to do um i will be fully vaccinated well i will have the second shot uh within the week uh and then it'll be two weeks after that that i'll be fully vaccinated 
Uh, and you know, that's a decision for everybody to make. Uh, but, um, for me and, uh, uh, my house, uh, we're, we're getting vaccinated. So it is what it is. I, I believe in the flu shot and uh, I take the flu shot every year and uh, I take the pneumonia shot. Um, you know, it is what it is. Not a big deal to me, but, uh, I understand. Hey, look, I, I'm all about free speech. Uh, those people who, um, like to talk bad about me, uh, like to, uh, try to cancel culture, uh, this blog and, and now this podcast, Hey, I've at it. Um, I don't have to have this. I do it because it's my passion and I'm going to continue doing it. So, um, enjoy, uh, city council races. Let's talk about those city council races are in 2021. Um, there's five city council, uh, districts up. The only district not up is district five. So district one, district two, district three, district four, district six are the ones up. Um, and uh, all of those individuals are eligible for reelection. Uh, and, uh, all of those are running for reelection. Uh, there are, um, there are some uh, potential opponents for most of them, at least for four of the five. Um, the one that I don't think that they have an opponent for right now is Seema Singh, um, and she's in District 3, I believe. Um, and so um, I know that uh, District 1, uh, there's at least uh, two potential opponents against Tommy Smith. Tommy Smith's only been in office about a year, uh, so he's going to be running basically as a newbie. Uh, he has Elizabeth Murphy uh, and uh, David Hayes picked up a petition this week. Um, in uh, District 2, Andrew Roberto um, has a father and son that have picked up petitions, and I think there may be another candidate coming forth in that race. Seema Singh is in District 3. Uh, right now, uh, I don't think that there's been a candidate um, that has come forth to get a petition against Seema. Um and then in District 4 is Lauren Ryder. Uh, she has a an opponent in Jim Clanaris. He and his wife um, have a restaurant um, called Cafe 4. They've also had a, they've also been restauranteers in Knoxville for a number of years. They had the Kalamata Kitchen uh, and a few other things. He had a um, campaign kickoff and fundraiser um, this past week. Uh, had about, from what I understand, a little over 100 people, which – you know, some people can say, hey, that's not very many people. But when you look at what the uh, dollar amount was for the potential um, fundraiser uh, and you add that to the number of people, uh, he raised some pretty good money. Um, so that's in District 4. District 5 is not uh, up at this time. He uh, District 5 runs. That's Charles Thomas. He runs with the folks that are in the um, – the three city council at largest he ran a couple of years ago in 19 and he'll be up again in 23. Um, and then, um, uh, district six is, uh, is vice mayor Gwen McKenzie. Her husband's in the legislature. Um, Sam McKenzie, former city, uh, former County commissioner. Um, and, uh, she has an opponent in, um, in, uh, Deidre Harper. And also a uh, an opponent in Garrett Holt. Uh, Garrett Holt was uh, educated, I believe, at West High School, and uh, went on to post secondary education. Uh, so that race will be interesting. Deidre Harper, uh, working, um, helping run a family business, um, and uh, being an entrepreneur herself. 
Uh, so District 6 will be interesting. We'll have more. I will have more on brianhornback.com about District 6 and in particular some of the issues that are going on in District 6 uh, with violence, with shootings, and all those lovely things. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. We'll see uh, how active uh, Mayor um, – we'll see how active the um, the city mayor – Indy Kincannon gets in in supporting the uh, current uh, city council members. Um, obviously, I think they're working together pr- pretty well. Uh, what I will say about this is, you know, I'm open to covering every race. Uh, I'll give the um, I'll give the incumbents as much space as I give challengers. The biggest thing about BrianHornback.com is this: I believe that everybody that puts their name on the ballot has a right to be heard and has a right to be represented in the media. And so I will continue to do that, and I will continue to support candidates who put their names on the ballot. And uh, that's very important uh, to me because um, I've been the underdog. I was a 23-year-old uh, uh, challenger running against a 23-year um, incumbent back in 100 years ago. And um, – you know, I understand what it means when uh, the media doesn't um, doesn't think you have a chance and doesn't support you. And so for that reason, um, I'm adamant about if you send me your information, I will publish your information and I will give you press. I will show up at your events if you invite me to your events. If you don't invite me to your events, I will reach out to your people and I will get pictures and I will get information so that I can put a story up about your event. So to all the candidates, uh, those that have uh, picked up treasure forms and those that have not, uh, those who have not had, uh, we don't, we're not even at the, at the filing deadline yet uh, for these candidates. Um, we will um, just keep in mind that BrianHornback.com will, will um, help you. Even if you advertise or don't advertise, uh, we will, we will do what we can um, to, um, to get your information out. Um, so with that said, um, that's where we're at. Uh, I think only one so far has reached out and that was Deidre Harper. Uh, she did send her, um, her announcement that she's running. And, um, and so that was, that was great to see. Um, but again, uh, Gwen McKenzie is welcome, uh, to send her information. Garrett Holtz, uh, welcome to send his information and we will cover them all. So um, what's going on this week? School board is meeting. Again, they're moving their meeting on Wednesday to the large assembly room. I'm anticipating a large group at the, at the, at the large assembly room for the school board meeting to talk about masks and mask uh, upon the students and the faculty at the Knox County Schools, not only through the remainder of this year, but in particular next year. I don't think they're really... From what I understand, they're not really making that big a deal about the um, about the mass through the remainder of this year, which will end by um, by Memorial Day, by uh, by the um, um, May whatever Memorial Day is, you know, before the thirty first of May. Um, and so, uh, I don't think they're making that big a deal. Uh, high schools did um, have proms this weekend. I saw a lot of that on Facebook, and that was good to see because last year they didn't have proms. 
uh, due to the pandemic. So things are coming back for the schools, and, and that's good to see. Um, so we'll be watching the school board on Wednesday. Um, and um, in the future, we've got, uh, I guess, Larson J this weekend. Uh, some some cards went into mailboxes um, to uh, inform people about his reelection kickoff. It's a barbecue on Sunday, May the 2nd from noon to three at Lakeshore Park. Interesting that um, a lot of political candidates and, and when I've talked to political candidates, I've encouraged them not to have a public event on Sunday because, again, we're in the bu- buckle of the Bible Belt. I think if you go back and listen to episode 25, I talked about that. Uh, but he's having an event after church on Sunday, uh, May the 2nd, uh, barbecue lunch uh, to kick off his campaign. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and, um, you know, I suspect we'll be seeing a lot more of these candidates in, in 2022 um, to start announcing, start having some kickoff events now that the pandemic's kind of on the outside, on the, on the downhill slide. So that's about it for now as the dog is getting uh, fidgety, wanting to uh, go outside and um, we will close episode 26 pretty quick and hope y'all have a great week and we'll be back really soon. Thank you very much.